even Darren's top five things. I think it's the worst podcast I've ever heard in my life, and I get 500 letters a day telling me the same. What's the word on the street? Welcome, everybody, to the top five things. This is a review of what we got done on our morning show, which you can listen to live weekdays, 5.30 until 10 a.m. on Planet 93.9, real alternative radio. We should mention to the podcast audience that our Cover 5 League is up and running, and if you haven't joined, you simply must. The invite code for Cover 5 this year is DD. 2023. You didn't need it. That's D as in Dave. D as in Dave. 2023. Go to cover5.com or download the Cover 5 app on your phone. Make your five picks and win prizes from your pals Dave and Darren. Prizes galore. The Top 5 Things podcast you're about to enjoy. One more bit of housekeeping. If you're still hearing random commercials inserted in the middle of this, please let us know. Because you shouldn't. No. Uh, no one has been authorized to put commercials in these podcasts, other than, uh, of course, uh, letting you know that it's being brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois. More on that in a moment. But if you're hearing random commercials for, like, insurance or energy drinks or any yeah. of that stuff... Not cool, man. Not yeah, cool. Yeah, that's not us. We're not, uh, we're not okay with that, and we're working still to make sure that that's not happening. If that is still happening... Please let us know. All right. Now, this uh, it is worth pointing out that this podcast is, in fact, brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois. And Nature's Treatment of Illinois is the only locally owned dispensary. That's important. Tech Drive in Milan and West Main Street in Galesburg. Milan and Galesburg both open seven days a week. Both dispensaries offer recreational cannabis. Milan offers medicinal, including topicals, for localized pain. And now... Let's get into it. The top five things. We'll start with number one. Number one. One. Number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. And this should be obvious. Okay, number one. Number one. 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 Number one. A fascinating article on Dig that is explaining. Dig. Uh-huh. It's one of our favorite websites. It's called Dig with two Gs. Uh, they are saying, and I think this is potentially something that could give us all a little bit of hope. Really? 2023 might be the year, finally, that superhero movies die. Mm. That it's enough already. Well, it has been enough already for quite some time. Yeah, I'm out. And I was in for a long time. But I, I just, I can't. I can't. I've seen enough of them. The Flash. Massive bomb. Blue Beetle, uh, not really making uh, its money back. The last superhero movie I saw was probably a year ago. Which one was that? Jaws. That's not a superhero movie. The re-release of Jaws in IMAX. (laughs) Superhero movies have been on decline for years now. Four out of six movies released so far this year have been flops. In a decline. Oh, just as far as how well they do. They're not. Nobody's yeah, going to see the, these things. The frequency is still. Uh huh. Every week. Yeah, but they're not. I mean, they even had the teenage Kraken. <laughs> Although don't... she's not a super. Well, she's kind of a superhero. She had powers. Yeah, I don't know that that counts. As... She had to save prom. <laughs> yes, that's true. I don't think that that. From another sea creature, who was one of her classmates. 
biggest superhero flop of all time. Oh, is? gosh. Um, I mean, The Flash is up there. Let's is see. Uh, Shazam! Fury of the Gods came out this year. That, 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 that lost $117 million. Oh, you don't want that. Uh, Black Adam came out not that long ago. That came out last year. That was The Rock. Black Adam, that lost two hundred and. Or, I'm sorry, $127 million. Yeah, your investors don't care for that. No. The Flash that came out earlier this year lost $177 million. Which one was that? The Flash. So that's the record holder? No, the all-time record for the biggest flop is Wonder Woman 1984. Oh. Wonder Woman 1984, now, part of the reason... It, did so poorly was you couldn't go see it at the box office. Yes. There was some stuff going on. Uh, now, Wonder Woman did okay, right? That was kind first, of a hit. The first movie was a massive success. The follow-up was awful, and it lost $230 million. Oof. Suicide Squad lost $202 million. The Green Lantern movie lost $180 million. All of these flashes, uh, all of these uh, flops, by the way, seem to be DC movies. I don't know if you're catching on to that. I wasn't. Yeah, these are all DC movies. Not doing great. But when you take a look at, um, you know, how these movies are all flopping, there's another Aquaman coming out this year that is going to be, they think, uh, not good at the box office. Mm. And who's Aquaman? Well, he's... He's a guy who can swim and talk to fish. Well, I know who Aquaman is, but who plays Aquaman? Did, did you not watch the Super Friends? It's at Jason Momoa. He's still Aquaman? Uh-huh. Can't, I think, I think he is for now. Can't somebody else a chance? Well, I, I don't know. He does a pretty good job as, uh, as Aquaman. I don't know. Does they any... show him swimming? No, Darren. The whole thing takes place in an office. It's just two hours of him answering emails I just how, I just, from fish. Just wonder how, what do you mean? Do they show Aquaman swimming? Do they show him swimming? What I mean, how, how fast can he swim? Very fast. Faster than a shark? Uh-huh. Well, he kind of has to. Because otherwise... And they show that in the movie. They show him swimming faster than a shark. Yes. Outracing a shark. Yes, that's like 90% of the movie. show you the movie. 90% of the movie is sharks daring him to race. And he's like, okay. And they put a little money on it. But the money is just like starfish and shells and stuff. Can he like ski on the ocean without skis? (laughs) No. Why not? He's Aquaman. He's not above the water. He could be, though. Why, no. He should be able to be, because then that way you can be you know, submerged or not submerged, depending on what I need to do. <laughs> he, so he can't ski without skis. No. That would, that, 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 no. Okay. What you're saying It'd sounds be, cool. It would be beneficial to be able to do that. But that seems like a power a different superhero should have. Why? Like... Uh, because it's Aquaman, all but, things water. Yeah, but if if it's just the bottom of his foot in water, that's not really. Aquaman. Sometimes it's that way. Sometimes I'm comp- sometimes I'm in the gr- great depths. No, he's just in the great depths. What you're saying sounds like a cool power to have. Exactly. They don't show that. But if you could just like, if so, you're like skiing, skiing without skis. Yes. 
or anyone pulling you. Or anyone pulling you. Yeah, you I, self-propelled. That, I think that's like ski boy. That's a thing. Ski man. Silver surfer. Well, he's got a surfboard. He's got an intergalactic surfboard. Completely different thing. And the Aquaman, it's impossible to get the bends. For him? For him. Yes. Okay. He there's, can no, go to- there's no chance of him getting the bends. No, I think his gills prevent that. He's got gills? Oh, yeah. Doesn't he? Like, behind his ears or something? You'd have to. He can breathe underwater. He's got something going on. I, I'll be honest. I don't quite know how Aquaman works. You've never seen it. I did see it. And was he out racing a shark? I told you, that's 90% of the movie. Just him racing sharks back and forth. And the sharks keep thinking they're going to beat him, but they never can. Did it look believable? Did what look believable? The shark races? The shark racing. You'll believe a man can outrace a shark. That's what the tagline is of the movie. Now, do they show it from a distance, or is it up close? Oh, it's, it's everything. It's, there's like a camera on the shark's head. They got... Like dolphins doing play by play. You he, really should watch. Does it. he ever love look, the movie. Does he ever look over to see if he's beating the shark? Doesn't have to. Mm. Doesn't have to. Yeah, I don't want to ruin the movie for people who haven't seen it. But he wins all the races against the sharks. Who's the villain in Aquaman? Speedy Shark. No. Yes. No, Mario. You're just telling me what I want to hear. <laughs> His name is Mario Andretti Shark. And he's... who's the real villain? In the Aquaman movie? Yes. What do we what do we need Aquaman for? He has to battle the sea monsters. I don't remember who the bad guy is. Must not that been that great a movie. No, it wasn't. Uh what's her name? Amber Heard is in it, but she's his Ooh. but she's his friend. She's like his undersea friend. I don't know who does Does he- she sue Aquaman? Oh, she sues Johnny Depp in real life. Now that would be a movie. If it, it's just Aquaman so, in court, Aquaman's not in court at all. <laughs> no. Probably wouldn't dress properly. No, he's. <laughs> it's just you're getting you're getting everything wet. Yeah. <laughs> Can someone pre- please bring us some towels? The next, the next witness is going to get soaked. <laughs> he's, left, he's left a mess. I don't remember who. I know that Nicole Kidman is his mom oh. in the movie. Now, is she like in a globe or something? <laughs> Why would she be in a globe? It seems as though she'd be like in a protective globe, and then she would just like... She's walk. the queen of Atlantis. Oh. Yeah. So, Yeah. She's the queen of Atlantis, and she sleeps with a guy in a lighthouse, and that's how Aquaman comes to be. Oh. She's not supposed to, but she does. She falls in love with a lighthouse keeper, and then they have Aquaman. Well, he's Aqua Baby, and then Aqua Boy, and then Aquaman. Does she have a bow in her hair? <laughs> I think she does, yes. Like a sea monkey. All right, so I'm being told here that uh, he has to go up against his brother, his half-brother and the king of Atlantis. Okay. His brother's the king of Atlantis? Yeah. And his mom's the queen of Atlantis? Well, because they, they, they look down their, their fish nose at Aquaman because he's only half Atlantis. He's got a dad father who works at the lighthouse. So they're kind of racist. So he's against a, half, him that's a half-brother. Yeah. The, the brother is full-on full Atlantis. 
Well, not fish. He's an Atlantean. He lives in Atlantis, right? How is he the king and the mom's the queen? That's weird. Well, because eventually the the queens, their children become kings. Mm. That's how that whole thing works, both under the sea and uh, and above the waterline. That's what happens, right? I mean, Queen Elizabeth's kid is now King uh, Charles. That's stupid. I'm not saying any of it makes sense. I'm just telling you what limited information I have. Number two. Number two. <laughs> Number two. We have yet another story of a gender reveal party gone horribly wrong. Yeah, I saw the headline to this, and uh, yeah, what are the details? Well, I think my favorite part is this is a gender reveal party that involves a plane crash. An airplane? Yeah. How did they bring down an airplane? (laughs) Well, that's something that they need to kind of figure out. Hey, Crashy, what are you doing down there? It's one thing to blow something up. They Did they blow up a plane? A gender reveal in Mexico turned deadly when a stunt plane involved in the celebration crashed in front of, it says here, oblivious partygoers. Oblivious. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were just so caught up in all of the excitement of this gender reveal, we didn't even notice that there was a plane crash right in front of us. <laughs> what? In a video posted on, uh, on Twitter, or X, or whatever it's called these days, the unidentified happy couple can be seen clasping hands in front of a giant lit sign that says, Oh, baby, while they're surrounded by friends and family. The doomed Piper PA-25-235 Pawnee airplane fills the San Pedro sky with pink smoke. White confetti appears to be shot out of a cannon on the ground. The plane's left wing then seems to give way as the pilot pulls the small plane upwards, sending the aircraft spiraling out of control. Did the confetti cannon take down? Oh, no. The airplane? Hey, what happened? Meanwhile, on the ground, attendees seem totally unaware of the terrifying ordeal unfolding in the sky. According to a local news outlet down there in Mexico, authorities found the pilot lying in the wreckage of the plane after a concerned partygoer called for help. Paramedics rushed him to the hospital where he would uh, die as a result of his injuries. Oh, no. But now he's dead. Mm -hmm. Tragic video has gone viral and reignited the debate surrounding gender reveals. I don't know. Is there still a debate? No, I think we've made our decision, haven't we? (laughs) Was this still a thing? Yeah, the way the camera pans back to the couple without the slightest care in the world for the pilot. It's something else when you look at the video. This guy's plane is falling apart in the air, and they're just so excited that they're having a girl. Uh, Someone here saying, for a moment, I I thought that all the screaming was because they saw the plane, but no, it looks as though... They were just just excited about the fact that a little girl is going to be joining the family. Right. People speculating about what caused the plane to suffer such a stunning fate 
one eagle-eyed user here saying, quote, look carefully at the timing of the, of the sudden upward movement. It exactly coincides with the CO2 cannon full of, graffi- of confetti firing on the ground. It seems to me that the aircraft was literally blasted out of the sky. <laughs> oh, no! Someone here is saying it looks like structural fatigue caused that climb to barely pull enough Gs to cause such a thing. It's possible the pilot overstressed the wings. Yeah, so they're just celebrating this, uh, this gender reveal while the airplane plummets <laughs> to the... It, like, the wings basically snap off right over their heads. Great. And then this thing does a nosedive, and they're just all celebrating. There's only one person at the party going, should we maybe call the cops? That doesn't seem like the plane should have crashed like that. Not ideal. The pink smoke was all they needed to see. (laughs) Not the first time, of course, a uh, gender reveal has gone horribly wrong. It has sparked deadly wildfires. There was the story a couple of summers ago where a grandma in Iowa got shot with a confetti cannon. And it killed her instantly, right? Yeah, I just... I, I mean, is that the whole idea? It's like someone... You, you've got to take somebody out so that somebody can come in? That's, I think that's how it works. It's there like, are a finite number of souls assigned to planet Earth at any given time. There's only so many chairs <laughs> for Thanksgiving. It's like with, with the little girl... We got it. We got to kill Grandma. <laughs> Grandma, we expected you to be gone by the time we added one to the family. Neither one of you can eat solid foods this this Thanksgiving. It's no big deal. It's just going to be applesauce and gravy for one of you. Uh, we figure why not make it somebody new and exciting? Because frankly, your stories we've heard them all. We don't know what this baby's up to. We haven't heard any of her stories yet. We're tired of your stories, <laughs> Granny. <laughs> this whole thing is an elaborate... Well, would you like me to change the story? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm we... just trying to tell you as it happens. Uh, look, we're trying to be kind. It's not the stories we're tired of. It's just you. It's everything. There, it's a girl. <laughs> so All right, great news, everybody. We're having a baby boy. Three. All right, number three. Number three. Number three. 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 Time to time, we like to do a little segment here on the show. I can't believe Darren wasn't on that flight. And I think a lot of you were were wondering, well, wait a minute. uh, Didn't you already do a a story of a misadventure in the air? It's not that I can't believe Darren wasn't on the flight in Mexico with the gender reveal. That's not the sort of plane that Darren would be on. You wouldn't, right? You're not a barnstormer. If I was in a plane and I noticed a gender reveal party going on, I'd say, let's get out of here. <laughs> let's just open, open the bombays. Right. <laughs> yeah, there's a, a story over the weekend of a flight, a Delta Airlines flight from Atlanta... To Barcelona, mm. one of those, uh, you know. Nice. Yeah. 
That's a nice, that's a nice vacation. Yeah, well, it, it didn't start off so great. Because it says two hours into the flight from Atlanta, Georgia, to Barcelona, Spain. Yeah, you're over the water at that point. Mm-hmm. It says here a passenger had diarrhea so bad Ugh. it exposed the entire plane to biohazard waste and caused the plane to turn around and go back to Atlanta. Wow. <laughs> you think you have a crap job? I have so many questions. You couldn't just have a simple case of the trots? The flight was over Virginia when the airline told the pilots to turn okay, back. So at least they were still, yeah, all right. Passengers returned to Atlanta and waited while Delta cleaned the aircraft. I'm and, so sorry. And found a new crew as the original one had timed out. They were sent on their way using the same plane at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I can't sleep. Flight was delayed eight hours. Passengers finally arrived in Barcelona at 5.10 p.m. According to the FAA flight strip, quote, divert to ATL, passenger diarrhea all over aircraft, biohazard. I've never been to Spain, and I, I'm never going. Diarrhea. Yeah, according to air traffic control conversations, quote, it's just a biohazard injury issue. We had a passenger who had diarrhea to the extreme all the way through the plane. What? Stop walking. Stay where you're at. What are you doing? Were they dancing? I'm going to Barcelona to take flamingo dance lessons. I'm doing the fox. Look, look at me. I'm doing the foxtrot. <laughs> Diarrhea all the way through the plane. Yeah. Our, our Is he doing somersaults? <laughs> <laughs> it's an eight-hour flight. And they had to turn back two hours into the flight because of his biohazard diarrhea. <laughs> uh, the pilot here says, quote, uh, We've had a passenger who's had diarrhea all the way through the airplane. You so they want us to come back to Atlanta. <laughs> you probably already know that. Well, you're locked away from it up there in the cockpit. Yeah, no, that's the place to be. Yeah. Not an emergency landing. We're just going to fight through this. <laughs> Delta spokesperson here saying Delta Flight 194 from Atlanta to Barcelona returned to Atlanta following an onboard medical issue. Our teams worked as quickly and as safely as possible to thoroughly clean the airplane and get our customers to their final destination. We sincerely apologize to our customers for the delay and inconvenience to their travel plans. There were 336 passengers on board the flight that landed without further incident the following day. Now, does the diarrhea guy get to get on the plane? Or do you, do you, so. are you grounded as a result of this? I think I can make it this time. Please let me back on that plane. No more handstands. 
let's admit we're, <laughs> let's all admit wearing a kilt was a mistake. I I guess I don't know. I thought that's how they dressed in Barcelona. I don't read much. <laughs> oh, what a, I'd love to know more like what are the passengers saying here? That's that's not great. That's not how you <laughs> start your vacation to Spain. Saved your whole life for it. <laughs> I don't know what you would say about such a thing. My suggestion would be for all those passengers to keep their mouths shut. <laughs> Consider yourself zing. Zing of the day. <laughs> Cleaning crews were able to scrub down the aircraft once it landed in Atlanta. No thanks, man. I I would pull uh, the the move that I pulled on the yeah. <laughs> in the Tony, no. Anthony, my manager. Uh, you need to take a yeah a ho ho break at that point. A million years ago, when I worked at Ven- this is how long ago it happened. It was when I was working at Venture. Do you guys remember the store Venture? Oh, it was an adventure. All right. <laughs> I was. I was working there, and my department was sporting goods, cameras, toys. Pet supplies. And pet supplies. And as I was uh, restocking the toy aisle, the the pet supply aisle was one lane over. And uh, as I was doing that, I heard there was a, a, a woman, and she was with a friend, and they had a small boy in the cart. And the small boy was sitting in the cart, you know, in the little cart chair where you're facing your mom. And the woman and her friend were having a conversation. They were so engrossed with each other that none of them were paying attention to the little boy. And I overheard everything. The little boy said, Ma, I got to go to the bathroom. And they didn't listen to him. And then the little boy said, Ma, I got to go to the bathroom. And they ignored him. And then I heard the kid say, Ma, I got to go diarrhea real bad. <laughs> and then I heard a noise that I instantly <laughs> that was that able changed to... changed everything. I was able to connect the dots. It changed everything. I heard, it's time for me to take a break. I heard the noise. I ran to the camera section where my boss, Anthony, was. <laughs> and I said, Anthony, I'm, I believe I'm going to take my break now. <laughs> <laughs> and Anthony said, oh, yeah, of course, you, you, you should have taken it, you know, an hour ago. You go ahead so, and enjoy uh, those ding-dongs uh-huh. and uh, People magazine. Yeah, so I went to the break room there at the Venture where they had a vending machine, and you could read all of last week's National Enquirers mm-hmm. because they couldn't sell old newspapers. So we would get all of the, all of the National Enquirers and, uh, makes sense. and Globes and whatnot. Yeah. And I would read, uh, you know, oh, my goodness, Elizabeth Taylor's getting, getting married, married again. Getting married again. A construction worker. I don't know if this is going to work out. <laughs> and I, I took my break, and then I came back, and Anthony had a look on his face. <laughs> of horror. <laughs> like, he, like, like he'd been to war. He, he says to me, he says, oh, man, Dave. You're not going to believe what happened. Oh, really? Do tell. In the the pet supply aisle. (laughs) 
And what? and uh, and this is what where could have possibly this, happened. This is where I thought I was gonna blow it. I go, what happened, Anthony? And he goes, oh man, this kid went diarrhea all over the floor. Uh-huh. And I looked at him and I said, no, Anthony, no, don't tell me this. I'm shocked by this news. Don't. I'm floored. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a good call. Yeah. That was the yeah, the best break you ever took. I mean, in terms of like being able to think in the moment mm-hmm. and make the right decision. Yeah, you did. I have to go back to that that summer day. Maybe and, the best decision you've ever made. Normally when I tell a story, it's here's a mistake that I made. Yeah. Here's how I didn't handle the yeah. situation. I'm a doofus. I'm going to give myself 10 out of 10, though. Yeah, you, you should. Oh, man, Dave, you're not going to believe. You took your break at the right time. What, what do well, you mean? Why do you say that? <laughs> huh? What an, that's what an you, odd what thing a, for you to say. What, are you, what could you possibly be talking man, about? Man, this kid, I had to clean it up. This kid went diarrhea all over the no, floor. No. Anthony, no. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe it. Uh, Good times. <laughs> uh, uh, they, that kid that diarrhea all over the floors in his 40s now. <laughs> maybe maybe on his way to Barcelona. Late I don't know. 40s. <laughs> no, he was a little boy and I was a teenager. Do the math. I just did. Four. 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 We were wondering before Labor Day weekend uh, what was going to happen at the box office because they were releasing this Denzel Washington movie, uh, The Equalizer 3, a movie I had no idea was even in production until I saw the trailer like uh, two weeks ago, right? Like, oh, this is, oh, they're doing that. And it's very unusual to release a new movie on Labor Day weekend. Memorial Day weekend, we have no problem uh, going out to see the movies, but for some reason, Labor Day is 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 a weekend that traditionally we we avoid the movie houses. Well, that was not the case this weekend, as the Equalizer three dominated at the box office. Now he doesn't fly a plane drunk in this one. No, he? no, that was a that was a different movie. Well, I haven't seen it, but I don't think that happens. Be a nice little cameo, where all of a sudden the plane's upside down and he's got a. He's got a margarita. <laughs> <laughs> An homage. Uh-huh. Equalizer 3 over the uh, Labor Day weekend, making, making a $34.6 million. Yeah. Top movie at the box office, followed by Barbie, Blue Beetle, Gran Turismo, and Oppenheimer. This whole Barbenheimer has been the story at the Cineplexes all, all summer time. long. Yeah. And one woman who's ready for it all to die down is who? is one Barbie Oppenheimer. Oh, that's her name? That's her name. And she says she's having trouble checking into hotels. Why is she checking into hotels? That's none of our business, Darren. What is she, some sort of, uh, you know? Barbara Oppenheimer, who goes by Barbie. Barbara's husband is third cousin to none other than J. Robert, J. Robert Oppenheimer, uh, the guy, you know, who uh, helped create the atomic bomb. So she says... Uh, are, little, are little girls being named Barbara these days? I don't know that they are like they used to be. It's a lovely name. 
But Barbara's an option, or Barbie's an option for that, huh? I guess so. I, I would think it, I thought it was more like Babs. Yeah, well, Barbie's name is Millicent, right? So I don't even know how that how Milli, how Barbie is a What's nickname. What's her name? Millicent. Millicent. Yeah, name? Millicent Roberts is Barbie's real name. Huh? Where'd you hear this? Um, you pick up things. Isn't that like am I am I way off? Isn't that her real name? I've never heard that. Billy uh, Barbie's real name is Millicent Roberts. Huh. Am, I, am I not? Huh. Now you got me. Nickname Barbie. Yeah, but her nickname is Barbie. Huh. Oh, wait a minute here. Her full name is Barbara Millicent Roberts. Barbara's her first name. Okay. That makes more sense. That does make more Millicent's sense. Millicent's her middle name. Well, I guess I guess I didn't realize. Her full name is Barbara Millicent Roberts. All right. So Barbie would be a nickname for Barbara. Okay. I that, suppose. That makes, that makes all the sense in the world. Well, there's Barbara, Barbara Oppenheimer. She says, I had college friends around the world texting me the weekend that the movies came out with the whole schmear, you know, the bomb and the bombshell. She says, it's pretty funny. It was a brilliant thing that they launched them together. It really brought back people into movie theaters. She, by the way, says she went to go see Oppenheimer on opening weekend yeah. to see, quote, how they treated his story. Yeah. And she also saw the Barbie movie two weeks after, saying that she liked uh, both movies in different ways. Well, they are different movies. <laughs> I think that's fair. What did she like better, Oppenheimer or Barbie? She says, I can't choose. I'm glad I saw both. As a fan of both films, Barbie Oppenheimer says she will go see the movies again. And uh, she's wearing a Barbenheimer t-shirts all summer long. I'm going next week with a group of women and we'll all wear pink. I'll it wear my Barbenheimer like she's t-shirt. tired of this at all. Well, she can't check into hotels. Why not? She says, I'm on vacation right now when I checked into the hotel. Vacation from I what? I said Barbie Oppenheimer. And the guy said, are you pulling my leg? Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Vacation from what? <laughs> I like how you get irked that other people take time off and do things. What does she? What does she do that she needs a vacation? <laughs> well, I guess I guess, I guess when you basically when you haven't had a true vacation in like ten years, it starts to grate on you. Where does she get off going on a vacation? It starts to grate on you. A vacation from what? <laughs> Barbie Oppenheimer. How dare you? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the kids are back. I, I may have oversold her uh, rage. No, I don't think there's any rage at all. <laughs> Just She checked into a hotel, and the guy said, are you pulling my leg? And that's about the end of it. It sounds to me like she's just cashing in on it. Yeah, that's that's probably a better way of phrasing it. Although I wouldn't mind having a Barbenheimer shirt. Really? Even though I've seen neither movie. No. And probably never will. Oh, you'll see one of them. Yeah. Number five. 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 Number five. Okay, here's this morning's Florida. Florida man arrested by the United States Coast Guard for attempting to walk 
to London, England from Florida. <laughs> he was in what a... Is, is that necessary? Well, no. He was attempting to walk on water in one of those giant, like, hamster oh, wheel kind of things. Okay. So he didn't just, like, walk out into the ocean. Reza, no, that would be a that'd be a much quicker story. Should we arrest him? I don't know why. Uh, well, he's on a roll. Florida man Reza Bellucci arrested by the United States Coast Guard for attempting to walk on water to London in what they call a manifestly unsafe craft, a giant human hamster wheel that he built himself. He was spotted 70 nautical miles out <laughs> Wow. East of Tybee Island, Georgia, according to a criminal complaint filed by the United States District Court for the Southern District of Florida. Bellucci was in a homemade vessel that held afloat as a result of wiring and buoys. While authorities sought to arrest Bellucci, he instead wielded a 12-inch knife and threatened to kill himself. He also claimed that there was a bomb on board the hamster wheel if they got any closer to him. He then led the Coast Guard... You're going to show up in England, London, with a bomb? And this is my favorite part of the story. It says, he then led the United States Coast Guard officers... In a chase? In a multi-day chase! As they coordinated with the U.S. Navy to ensure safety from a potential bomb detonation. This guy is like a Batman villain. Don't come any closer, dynamic duo. No, we have to, uh, you know, there, there is the possibility he does have a bomb. Keep in mind, this happened last week, and the Coast Guard was trying to deliver food and water to this idiot and also warn him about the hurricane that was coming. The what? Yeah. <laughs> Hurricane's on his way. He refused to leave the vessel. But then he told officers that the bomb was not real. He disembarked the next day and was brought ashore on September 1st. He's now looking at a criminal complaint of obstruction, of aborting, and violation of a captain of the port of order. I will take that sandwich now. <laughs> this is not the first time this idiot has tried this. In 2021, he attempted to walk from Florida, New York, to New York on the water. Ended up 30 miles south of where he was cast off. <laughs> He's also attempted voyages in 2014 and 2016, and the Coast Guard has had to intervene in every one of these attempts. At some point, man, just let him go. The Coast Guard calls his vessel here a hamster wheel of doom. <laughs> Yes, he was in his hydropod, a homemade enclosure that he hops into and propels over waves in a running motion similar to a hamster wheel. He professed that he was on his way to London and would not be deterred, according to the Coast Guard's charging document. Quote, officers informed Bellucci that he needed to disembark the vessel onto their small boat since they were terminating his voyage due to it being manifestly unsafe. Bellucci replied that he was armed with a 12-inch knife and would attempt to commit suicide 
should the Coast Guard officers attempt to remove him from the vessel. Wow. Just just let him try it. What's the, what's the harm? This guy is a marathoner, so he's in good shape. Yeah. I wonder if if he had been out there yeah. during the hurricane. Mm-hmm. Boy, that hurricane could probably lift that bubble up pretty good, <laughs> huh? Real good. <laughs> now that's a ride. The runner has a penchant for headline-generating athletic feats. He's been featured in news outlets nationwide for his cross-country runs, one of which he promoted as a means of funding a Colorado children's hospital. In March, he attempted to run barefoot across America, saying he was trying to raise awareness about the oppression of women in his home country of Iran. On the second day of his run, he sliced his foot open on a piece of grass and stopped at a California tire shop where he used super glue to shut his wounds. His hydropod voyages have never gotten near their stated destinations. And the expeditions tend to end with tense encounters with the Coast Guard, explaining to him that his hamster wheel vessels are unsafe. Once, how far do you have to get out before the Coast Guard... 70 miles, apparently. ...doesn't have any uh, jurisdiction Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, you got to leave me alone now. I belong to the sea. Uh, wh- why am I operating under the misbelief that once you're seven miles out, you can do whatever you want? <laughs> or, do international waters mean nothing? Uh, mean immunity? I thought, like, if you got seven miles out, it's... It's party time. I don't think that's... No. Clearly that's not. If they're catching the city... Well, that would mean you could do anything you wanted to do on, like, a cruise ship. No laws. Uh, They they don't adhere to me now. Well, but there's still some sort of maritime law, right? You would hope. There's still... you, You can't just do whatever you want because you're in the ocean. I wouldn't think so. But if you're... At some point, you're in, you're under international law, not the law of the landmass that you're nearest, right? That maybe I've I've got to have that completely backwards. But I thought once you're out a ways away, once you're like I thought it was seven miles out, then you're no longer under American jurisdiction. But I guess the Coast Guard has a much bigger understanding of what the coast is. You would think they would know what the rules are. This guy's hydropod voyages have never gotten near their their stated destinations. After uh, the Coast Guard stopped him in July of 2016 trying to do one of his hydropod voyages, uh, he said the Coast Guard was unjustly impending his dreams. He's he's biting, biting off too much. Bellucci says in broken English, quote, I love Coast Guard, but I don't need save. I just want them to let me go. Why doesn't he just attempt to, like, I don't know, go to Key West? Let's let's start building up some wins. Some I'm success. Walk, let's yeah. build up some success. I don't know that anyone's interested in that, though. Walking on water from Miami to Key West, I, I think that's pretty dope. But yeah, no, this, I think that's quite an accomplishment. No, but walking to London, that's the way to do it. Well, that seems like a lot. They're not going to welcome you with open arms, by the way, walking into London. Not if you say you've got a bomb. Also, uh, 
I don't know if you know how uh, England works, but London's not a. <laughs> you got to kind of walk around to the other side of the uh, island it's to not, get to London. It's 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 not located on the coast, right? There's a reason, like all the boats that brought us here came from Liverpool, right? Like, it's not a port city. No. Bellucci's voyage led to a three-day standoff with the Coast Guard officers. And then, yeah, they took him to a Coast Guard base in Miami Beach and booked him on federal charges. He's looking at potentially five years for this. Yeah, he displayed two knives and threatened to blow himself up. This is a multi-day chase. You They're just chasing this guy around. If, you gotta, if you're in a big bubble. Before he was detained, Bellucci posted a series of videos of the journey, calling his latest vessel his penthouse and commenting on how beautiful the ocean looked. He described the one-ton vessel as his third-generation design, which made use of a metal cage in place of the bubble enclosure. It boasted a solar power panel fishing equipment, and a pump so he could take showers in it. You're showering in the bubble? (laughs) (laughs) It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm running in this bubble all day. I work up quite a funk. And then you, I can't, and then I you can't just re- smell like this in London. You just release the water back into this ocean? Bellucci, in a 2016 New York Times story that tracked his travels and travails, said that he grew up in Iran where he was a member of the national cycling team as a youth. He said he was whipped and beaten for not following religious laws, such as restrictions on eating during holy Ramadan celebrations. After he defected to Germany, quite an appetite in the <laughs> early. <laughs> Just, I'm sorry. I get. I'm so... sorry. I told him, but I gotta have some chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, you you have a rack of. of of ribs, like St. Louis style, it'll it'll change your mind on a lot of stuff. (laughs) He defected to Germany in the early 90s, and then he went on a years-long worldwide cycling trip. And what does that pay? Bellucci's previous hydropod expeditions in 2014, 2016, and 2021 all prompted intervention by the Coast Guard. He generally insists on making these treks without a safety boat to accompany him to ensure that he's all right. Well, you're not going to be able to talk someone into following you in a tiny boat. In 2016, his attempt to reach Bermuda in a floating bubble was stifled by the Coast Guard, leading to a purported standoff very similar to the one alleged in his latest hydropod mission. The Jacksonville Sheriff's Office claimed he refused to leave his pod and pulled out a knife, stating again he would kill himself if the Coast Guard did not unhook their boat from his vessel. But first, I'm going to take a shower. Mm-hmm. He denied that he did that in an interview in 2016, saying, why would I want to hurt myself? I am Survivor Man. My message is, no matter how many times you fail, you can do it. And that's all I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I-, I think at some point, just to protect this guy from himself, maybe uh, 
maybe he can walk around a, a much smaller space for a couple of years. How much money are we spending getting this guy out of his hamster wheel? It looks, I mean, it look, this one looks incredible. It looks like a ride at a carnival. And he's just in the middle of it. Taking showers. Doing a little fishing out in his, uh, you know. Is he eating the fish raw? You got to cook the fish, don't you? He's got a stove. It's his penthouse. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it'd be like this. That was enjoyable. Dave <sighs> and Darren's Top 5 Things podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. We were th- we were happy to put it together. Thrilled. Mm-hmm. If you haven't joined our Cover 5 League, now's an ideal time to make that happen. Go to Cover5.com and use the invite code DD2023. The Top 5 Things podcast is a review of all the fun that we have weekday mornings on Planet 93.9, and it is brought to us by Nature's Treatment of Illinois. They have the largest menu in all of Illinois, and they offer a wide selection of products for recreational use, including flour, vapes, edibles, and more. If you're an Illinois resident, you can sign up for your medical cannabis card through leafwell.com and receive coupons and discounts. You can get more information, including product menus at ntillinois.com. Until we get a chance to do it for you again, thanks for listening. Hang loose, you kooks. And you stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, Quad Cities. Representing, this is for the Quad Cities reference spot. Davin board, yeah, we keeping it locked. Rock out, come on, and it just don't stop. East Moline, yeah, they keeping it hot. Uh. Uh, show's over. Good night. Good night, everybody. Hey, Brian, want to get the rock out of here? Rock ya. Yeah. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Beep.